All right, guys, welcome to the season finale. Can you believe we're saying season finale? Ooh, season finale. <laughs> season finale. Welcome to the season finale of season two of Shades of Strong, where we have been talking about all the things that shape, make, and sometimes break the strong Black woman. I'm your girl, Cheryl. And of course, I'm here with my bestie, my confidant, my give me a swift kick in the butt. When I need it, the Oprah to my gal, Natty. Hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> How are you, honey? How are you? I'm doing lovely today. I'm doing lovely and very happy to report. Yes, I know. Seriously, can you believe that we have made it to the last episode of season two? Oh, my freaking Man, man, oh man, like we've been putting in some work. Girl, we have been putting in some serious work. And let me just tell y'all, I'm a quitter at heart, like for real, for real. Well, (laughs) not really like, well, let me me reward that. I'm not really a quitter per se, but I like things quick, fast, and in a hurry. So when it's not going down that way, I kind of tend to throw in the towel. But I didn't do that with this podcast. I recognize that slow progress is still progress. It's so, still progress, girl. You know, when the numbers weren't looking like to, like I wanted them to look, I didn't quit. I said, okay, they're going to grow. They're going to grow. And guess what? They are growing. And we yes, are happy about it, y'all. It's been, it's, it's been such an amazing journey. Like, it's been so good. Anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, before we get into the meat of this episode, Y'all know how we like to do. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Shades of Strong across all platforms. Hit us up on our website. You can leave us a voice message at shadesofstrong.com. You can send us a DM telling us what you thought about the episode. We got some positive feedback from last week's episode that made me and Natty go back and listen to it because we didn't know we was that good, but apparently we are. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) Like, seriously, we were both like, let me go listen to that again. It was it was really, really good. And so thank you guys for sending us your comments and your private messages and all that good stuff. It just warms our heart to know that we are indeed making an impact in the lives yeah. of others. So yeah, we we appreciate you all so much. We I mean, like y'all hanging in here with us and we are so eternally grateful for that. So yes. today what we want to do is Natty and us. Natty and I thought we would just do a review of season two and just kind of talk about some of the things that we pulled away from these episodes. Because while we are sewing into your lives, we are also sewing into our own lives. Right, right. So I think the one of the most important lessons that I learned from this season is that people need people and that we need each other because the messages that we have been getting have been, I'm so happy to know that I'm not in this thing alone. I'm so happy to know that I'm not the only one going through this. And I think sometimes as Black women, we tend to feel that a lot because we are often always trying to be everything to everybody. And sometimes it feels lonely when you're trying Mm -hmm. to do that, like nobody understands what you're going through. So I think for me, the most important thing that I've learned in this season is that 
we got to do more of supporting each other and that we've got to create more spaces and have these conversations where women actually feel supported and they know that mm-hmm. there are other people out here in the world that get them and get what they're going through, that they can relate to what they're the experiences that they have. Yeah, I agree. One of the things that I took away from this season was, and it's kind of related to what you're saying, I just realized how badly I really needed to talk about some of these things because haven't really talked about them with another person like this, the way we've been talking. And, And I've said before a few times throughout the season that I'm a huge advocate of, of therapy and I don't yet have a therapist. So this was actually really, really good for me. I felt like there was like a steam valve or like a pressure valve, like kind of pressure cooker that was released as I was able to talk about the things that we've been talking about together. And so I, I feel like if I felt that way, I definitely get it if other people are saying, hey, I'm so glad this thing exists because I've been over here in my own corner of the earth feeling like I was all alone going through this stuff. So, yeah. I know the um, message that I got earlier this week where this lady was saying that she actually recently got called into HR because, God, I can't even remember what the, my mind always draws a blank. I remember she said that she was basically, she got called in because they were accusing her of being more or less too aggressive, like in the way that she like talked to people or something like that. And she, and she was saying that, that she got called in, she, she got called into HR and I don't know, I don't know if she was reprimanded for it. Cause I don't think she went into, she went into that, no. but she was saying, she was saying that it sent her into a, a state of depression. And when she listened to last week's episode, it reassured her that she was okay. I think what what happens is a lot of times people can make us feel like we are, air quotes, too Black. (laughs) Right, right. That definitely is a thing. That that is a thing. It's kind of like we were talking about in last week's episode where they police everything or the world polices everything that, that Black women do your neck rolls, your afros, and, you know, all of that stuff. And Mm -hmm. I think that's, like, she didn't go into, like, great detail, but what I read into it was that she was being too Black. And so for me to be, like Natty said, to be able to have this space where we can, where we can have these real conversations and you guys can hear us having these conversations and know that you are not alone in this space and, I mean, that for me, that that's just amazing. So that was one of my greatest takeaways was knowing that we've got to do more of supporting and uplifting each other. My second biggest takeaway was, y'all, it's okay to take a nap. We get so caught up in being everything to everybody. We put, we put on these capes and we feel like we can't ever stop and just breathe. I was that person. And so having these conversations lets me know that even if I stop and take a nap, even if I stop and just do nothing and watch some some not so great television, like reality television and bad black movies, if I stop and do that, the world's going to go on. 
my kids are going to be fine if I decide that I'm not doing anything today. The grandchildren are going to be fine if I decide that I'm not going to do anything today. I am going to be fine if I decide I'm not going to do anything today. And so it's okay to take a break. It's okay to take a breather and just breathe. You don't have to be air quote strong all the time. And can we just talk about the word strong? Strong is not about carrying the weight of the world on your shoulder all the time. It's not about walking around pretending that you're okay when you're not okay. Be strong is letting people know that I need a break. It's being able to freely and boldly voice what you need. And I think we need to get better at doing that. We need to get better at saying, at saying I need this. This is how I need to be loved. This is how I, I need, this is how I feel love. This is how I need you to support me. If people don't know, they can't do it. Right. Girl, I've been on that nap wave since last year. It's, it's a real thing because it's a necessity just for me, like physically and with the blood pressure issues that I've had over the last few years, it was important for me to start um, taking rest a lot more seriously. And so I, I started doing that more in earnest last year. And one resource that I think is amazing that really helped me to not feel so much not to feel guilt around that is the nap ministry. Oh yeah. The I started ministry. following her. Oh, I think it was sometime last year. And I was like, wow, because it's so funny because I mean, just like within last month, sometime last month there, I saw like online, there was some backlash just against like that concept because with the nap ministry, she's speaking mainly like, again, like we are two black women. And so I started to see some pushback against it. And I'm not even going to repeat the comments that I saw or whatever. I'm just like, yeah, that, that, that tracks though, because you wouldn't want us to feel like we were worthy of rest. You wouldn't want us to feel like we were worthy of um, having any kind of time to relax and reflect and just, just chill out. Everything has to be, we've got to be on and doing something 24 hours a day. Otherwise, we aren't, air quotes, productive enough, and we're, air quotes, lazy. It's just hilarious how it's something that I thought of a lot uh, this, this, um, since the summer, really. It seems like the, the, the posts, the goalposts are always moving. And so I, I think about my, my own personal work, like my, my art and my writings. And I've thought about how I, I am creating things. First and foremost, I'm creating these things for me uh, because I'm, it's a way for me to process a lot of things. And it's also a way to, for me to fill my own cup. But yeah, a lot of this, I'm, I'm creating it for women, other women like me, women who look like me, women who are living lives like mine, because we we don't get the support that we need most of the time. And it's always like, it doesn't matter what we do or how we speak or how we're dressed or how we wear our hair. If we even did all of the things right in the sense of what 
is expected of us. It still would never be good enough. And so I've been thinking a lot about my work and how I don't, I'm not creating that for a white gaze anymore. Mm -hmm. A lot of, and for, you know, for a while, that's what it was because I didn't realize that that's what I was doing. Um, and it's not for a male gaze either because it's, it, it's like, wait, you, <laughs> you're either going to support me or you're not. It has nothing to do with what I'm doing or not doing. So if what I'm doing now makes you not want to support me, honestly, I just know that just lets me know that you weren't ever supportive of me anyway. And I already kind of knew that. So I'm still going to just do me. I'm just going to do me from here on out for the rest of my life. I'm going to do me and I'm going to pour into myself. And then that will give me the energy that I need to pour into others that actually need it and that um, will receive it. So yeah, I've been thinking a lot about how rest kind of fits into that because a lot of what the the NAP ministry, the, the the lady, the founder says about that is it's kind of um, it's almost like re restoring something that was taken or lost from our ancestors because they never got a chance to rest. And we've talked, you know, you and I have talked early on in the season about generational trauma and things mm -hmm. like that. And so it's like, wow, if we can carry that stuff with us into the life that we're in now, you know, that stuff never really goes away. It, I mean, every generation feels it until someone addresses it and, and, does something about it, um, then yeah, we've got a lot of rest to catch up on. We really do because we've carried around a lot of burden for a long time because it's not just the generations past anymore. Like you and I, I'm in my um, mid 40s. I'm getting ready to be 46 next weekend. And you're in your early 50s. We've got our own lives, our own half century worth of living that we've done and burdens that we personally have lived through. That's a lot of stuff to carry. And so, wow, the rest really is important. It can't, the, the, the necessity of resting for us cannot be overstated as far as I'm concerned. It can't be overstated. It's that important. And just, you know, the fact that my body has, has, screamed at me the way that she has over the past few years that's just proof to me that the rest really is as a you know it's that so important. important I think um I think like when, when you were talking I was thinking about as you know as we're growing up and how we used to love to take naps as 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 children like well actually we kind of hated it but we now, hated it when we were kids we hated it we <laughs> hated it when we were kids but now you know as we get older we see the necessity for taking a nap. And so when you were talking, I was thinking about all the things that we used to do as children. And now as we get older, we are learning to appreciate those things more. But when, when mom and dad were saying it's time to take a nap, we were kicking and, and fighting against it. That kind of reminds me of, I was having this conversation with somebody earlier, and this goes to the next thing that I've learned <laughs> from doing this podcast. But it kind of reminded me of a conversation I was having earlier that even even with saying no, as when I watch my, my grandbaby who will be um, a year old next month, and one of her one of the first words she learned to say was no. But as we 
as we get older, I think we forget how to say it. Yeah. You know, because we we feel like saying no is being selfish. Mm-hmm. And and so I think if we can get back to that place where as children, like the foundation, like naps mm-hmm. were naps were required. They were required and for a reason. For a reason, because they 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 um what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of rejuvenated us. When we took the nap, it, it, reju- it rejuvenated us. It gave us energy to keep going through the day. It made for a better day when we were kids. And so the same thing holds true as adults. It makes, yep. for, a better, it makes for a better day. It makes for a better life when you can rest and rejuvenate. The same thing for saying no. That's, that's another big takeaway that I, I've learned from doing this podcast, that it's okay to say no. But society has conditioned us to believe that saying no is unacceptable, that is that is selfish when it really is a selfless act. And it mm-hmm. is a way of you protecting yourself. It is a way of you putting boundaries in place and being determined mm-hmm. not to let people cross those boundaries. Like you have right. to have right. boundaries. There is nothing selfish about saying no. So somewhere down the line, we grew up and we thought, Mm-mm, no more saying no. Let me yes everybody. Yes to this. Yes to that. Yes to that. When, and then when, we, when we're yesing everybody, we're constantly saying no to ourselves. No to ourselves. Always. Yep. So why are we so quick to yes everybody else, but no Cheryl and Natty? No, you can't have this. No, you can't do that. No, you can't take a nap. No, you can't take care of yourself. No, you can't have boundaries. No, you can't say no. Why is that? You have permission to say no. And I do a lot of it now. My kids think like, seriously, when I when I finally started saying no, my kids were like, they were thrown for a loop, like clutching pearls loop, saying no, oh no, she's not gonna babysit. Oh no, she's not gonna cook. Like they were totally shocked by that. But I had like as like Natty. Just set up and said, you know, you and your mid fifties, early fifties. She said, "I'm, I'll be fifty one in December." And so, as I get older, I realize that I have to say no, in order for me to take care of myself, both mentally, spiritually, and emotionally. So, three of them, mentally, spiritually, and emotionally. I have to say no. And there's absolutely yeah. nothing wrong with that. And so my power of no has increased since I've been doing this podcast. Like, I don't have a problem telling people no. And I don't feel guilty about it. I unapologetic. No. Like the saying goes, no is a complete sentence. I don't it's owe you an explanation for saying no. I just say no. And I say, mom, can you baby said, nope, not today. <laughs> you know? Yeah. No. That's a full, I, complete I, sentence. Yeah. Nope. That's it. <laughs> Not today. I don't owe them it. Although most, in most cases, I do give them an explanation. And most of the time, it's simply because I don't feel like it. Right. You know, I, I don't feel like doing, doing that today. And so that's another big takeaway for me. Learning to say no. Learning to say no and not explaining or apologizing for it. I love saying no. It's like my new thing now. Yeah, honey. <laughs> like for real, for real. <laughs> because we it goes back to that whole it goes goes back to the whole wearing the max mask. I always have a problem saying mask. 
But it goes back to the mask. It goes back to living in in unauthentic or inauthentic, whatever the proper way is to say it, life. If you want to live life to the fullest and you want to live an authentic life, then you got to be true to yourself first. Right. You have to be true to yourself first. If you want to live your 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 fullest life, your most authentic life, then you got to be true to yourself. And we got to stop apologizing for that. And that's just the way it is. I agree. I don't think, how did, did I know this or did I not, did I forget? Both of our birthdays are in December. Oh, your birthday's in December too? When's your birthday, Natty? It's, it's next Saturday, December 1st. Mine's December 5th. Oh my How God. did I not know this? How oh did we not know that? <laughs> we did not. We digress. But how did we not know that? I don't yes. know how I didn't know this. I feel like, I'm like, I don't feel like this is something that I forgot either. I just don't think I knew. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, you know what? I don't think we've ever really talked about our birthdays. I think we've said, you, you know, talked about our ages a few times, but I don't think we've ever really talked about when our birthdays. Well, look at us. A couple of Sagittarius that. sisters. Okay. <laughs> yes, honey. Sagis <laughs> rule the world. Yes, they do. <laughs> No, yeah, they do. So good. Okay, now I understand. <laughs> I, I have a full yes. understanding now. <laughs> see, that's why we vibe so well. Yes. Sagittarius in the building. Yes. Okay. Nanny, I cannot believe that I did not know that. Like, we talk about how old we are all the time. But Yeah, no, I forever, like, legit did not, did not know. Yeah. I had no idea your birthday was, like, four days after my Four that's, days that's, after That's you. crazy. Oh, my gosh. That means she's never bought me a present, y'all. <laughs> We got we gotta start we gotta start celebrating each other now that we know like exactly I had no now that I know seriously how long have we we known each other we've known each other at least three years I think I think it's three because 2016 I think is when I met you so yeah three years three years and oh my gosh I don't know if that's sad or good but (laughs) hey you know what we've talked about a lot of things. That just never came up. But now it just that it's come up, came up and now we know. It. And yeah, that's <laughs> now we know we can we can move and act accordingly. Cool. There you go. <laughs> All right. We digress. So pull it back yeah. in. So those I think I gave three of the things that I that I've taken away. What you got, Natty? What what are some other things you've taken away from this season? Yeah, so my my third thing was. It's so funny because, you know, again, going back to age, I know that for me, and you might feel the same way, I still feel really young. Like neither one of us is old, but I I still feel like I'm in my, I feel like I'm 35 instead of 45, you know? And it's, it's when we have heard some of the guests come on that mm-hmm. are much younger mm-hmm. that I realize again, oh wow, they really are a little literally different generation. Oh my gosh, me. yes. Like they're not and some of the stuff that they've gone through, um, or some of the stuff that you and I talk about, they can't relate because mm-hmm. they're much younger. And some of the stuff that they're talking about now in some ways we can't relate because technology and everything is very different. Mm -hmm. But in other ways, it's like, I feel like I 
can relate to you based on memory. Um, but there's only so I'm learning to, to navigate how much, how much do we, do I share? Because it's mm-hmm. not always, Hey, listen to me. Cause I'm older. So do what I say, you know, because there's stuff that there are perspectives that they have that in many ways are very, very new to me. And it's like, wow. Yeah. Because the world is very different. And so it's like, wow. So how I, I'm learning how to, um, I'm a good listener anyway, but I'm learning how to respond more, um, respond more effectively because I don't always want to feel like, Oh, I'm just trying to give advice or I'm just trying to lend my wisdom, so to speak. Right, I, right. <laughs> I want to, to let these younger women know that I really do hear them mm-hmm. and I want to meet them where they are right now. Mm-hmm. And they may be going through something that, yeah, I went through when I was their age too, but, and I've already gotten pretty good with this part about like, I don't really give advice most of the time anyway, unless somebody asks me like, if you don't ask, I'm not telling, you know? And then if they do ask and I tell them, they get mad. I'm like, dude, you asked. Like, I'm like, you could have not asked, but like, I'm, I'm always going to be very forthcoming and very honest and all of that. Um, so there might be times when it's like, she's describing something that I've literally lived through, but maybe she doesn't want to hear about what I did right now. Maybe mm-hmm. she doesn't want to hear about, well, maybe this will work or whatever. And I need to, um, I'm learning how to be more effective in how I respond. I think this, this is related to something, to one of the episodes that we did a couple of months ago about just, you know, don't tell me how to feel. And, right, right. Because people know. don't want to be fixed. They don't want to be Right, fixed. they don't want to be Sometimes fixed or anything like that. They just want to be heard. And so I really like that, that point was really driven home for me thinking about younger, like a different generation mm-hmm. of women. Because if, when you think about like what our generation, if we were to go to like our aunts and our moms or whatever, I mean, and you, you might have a different experience than me, but they tend to come right out and be like, no, you need to do this. You need to do that. You know, they, they, there's no hesitation. Oh, yeah. with, I'm going to tell you what to do. My mom, my mom has just now, probably in the last year, she'll ask permission. Like, do do you want to know what Uh I think about that? Like, she's just now getting getting to that point, and I think she's getting to that point now because my children will say they call my mom Gunga. My children will say, Gunga, I just want want to want you to listen to me. I really don't want any advice. So now she's at the point where she'll say. Do you want to do you want to hear what, what I think about it? And so now she does that with me. She'll ask me now, do you want to hear what I have to say about it? And I'll be like, of course, otherwise I wouldn't be asking you. But now mm-hmm. she asks for permission. But back in the day, my mom was just like, This is the way you need to do it. This is what right. I think about it. But they'll now, come right, they would come right out and be like right XYZ. And mm-hmm. I think it shows um just the difference in the generations, first of all, like mm-hmm. their generation, our generation, these younger women, um, like, I guess they're millennials, right? Like mm-hmm. I, I'm a mom of a millennial, you're a mom of millennials, um, 31, 32, I guess, and, mm-hmm. and like, all the way down to like 20, 
23. My son's going to be 23. Mm -hmm. So that's that generation. And I just think it's really cool that like you and I specifically, because I can't speak for anybody else, we are already seeing, we've seen that, um, that difference in that pattern and it's helping us because now we've learned it's like, yeah, I'm going to just kind of hang back, fall back, mm-hmm. listen, <laughs> listen to what they oh, have we to talk, say. We, we've talked about listening a lot. Just listen. <laughs> just and then listen. if they pipe up and they're like, hey, what do I do here? Mm-hmm. Then we can offer some suggestions. But it's really, I think, you know, not to, to be all gold star or you know, bag of cookies or whatever, but I'm like, we need to pat ourselves on the back because that is not how we were raised. That you know, is not like, how we were raised. We, we were not birthed <laughs> this way. And so that means like we're probably going to be setting an even healthier example yes. for yes. the younger women. We were like, not raised that's awesome. that way. You know, yeah. I was raised up in a house. You were seen and not heard. And not heard. <laughs> and whatever mama and daddy said, that's the way it went. But that's it. It's such, it like, be it's wrong. A, AF, exactly. Oh, well. <laughs> uh-uh. Oh, well. That's what she said. That's what we doing. That's what we doing. Now it's, it's a whole other, it's a whole generation. And, and I'm thankful for it because I am learning now, you know, with the, with the new generation that it is important to listen because you can, in listening, you can actually learn a lot from them. I have right, learned, right. oh, I have learned so many lessons from my children. This episode is not even long enough for me to go into all that. But I have yes. learned so much from my children. So it is extremely important. Same, same, definitely. Girl, let me just, anyway, we're not, we'll be on here all day if I do that. <laughs> but yeah, it's, I have learned so much. So I, I think that that's one of my, my biggest takeaways too, Natty, is, is you know, learning. To listen. Now, while you were talking about the takeaway, takeaways you were talking about the generation, you know what, what I realized while you were talking about that is that yeah. even now that, you know, even though it's a new generation and you and I are, you know, up in age, we are still fighting as black women. We are still fighting wow. for our right to be heard. Can you believe yeah. that? Oh my gosh, girl. We are yes. still fighting for our right to be heard. Ain't that a trip? In two, it almost twenty twenty. In the year of our in Lord, the year of our Lord, twenty twenty, <laughs> oh we God. are still fighting for our right to be heard. I mean, think about um, um, Shirley Chisholm. She was the the first Black woman elected to Congress, right? And that was in what nineteen sixty nineteen sixty. 1968, Something. if I believe, yeah. late, yeah. she was the first black woman to be elected to Congress and, and broke glass ceiling. But and ran what? for president, too. And ran for president. And guess what? The glass ceilings are still there. They're and we still are there. Still there. And we are still fighting. Like, that's sad. That is You know, sad. It, you ain't never lied. And you know that what? That is sad. I, I told it really is. I told my son a long, um, not a super long time ago. I've actually said it a few times this year, but I told him, I said, you know, there's that, that verse, that scripture in the Bible about we wrestle not with flesh and blood, flesh but, and against blood but against principalities and powers, mm-hmm. the rulers of darkness and heavenly mm-hmm. places. And I told him, I said, you know, just thinking about what life has been like for us as a people in this country for like the last mm-hmm. 400 years, 
and how we we try and we try and we try and we try to to fight to for for justice really for right. justice and for equity mm-hmm. and the fact that it's it's still 400 years later and we're still fighting this later the more like, things la- change the, the more, more things change the same. more they say the same mm-hmm. and like even last weekend last week we were talking about representation and how oh we're just now starting to see but then there's still always pushback mm-hmm. i told my son i was like if ever there was a principality over this nation over this planet it is definitely racism or white supremacy oh, whiteness because yeah. lord have mercy that thing does not want to give up. It, will, it, does, it does not, not girl. I mean, and I'm just like holding on. I've known that scripture since I was like a, a teenager. And I quote it often. I quote it often, often. But I never, like, I got a brand new, full, crystal clear understanding of girl. that scripture just thinking about it. In, because in the, that fight the fight is real. The fight. The fight against that. Against that. Against mm-hmm. the 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 supremacy and the oppression Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that is and because we we talk a lot about anti-blackness anti-blackness is global it's not just in the united states it's everywhere everywhere what the heck kind of demon is that baby no for real (laughs) for 400 years and i would imagine that will not die a demon that that will not die that won't die and i can only imagine i can't speak for them because that's not my my culture but i can only imagine that indigenous people in in the north and south america are saying the same thing because it's like 500 years like dude like and we and we toil and we organize and we fight and we take naps and we rest mm-hmm. and we pour mm-hmm. into each other so that we can be and strong we're still fighting the same and we're battle. still fighting and we're still afraid for our kids to go out in the street mm-hmm. i'm still afraid for my when my son goes somewhere i just want him to come back home mm-hmm. we're still we can't trust the police you know it's stuff like this it's like yo for real like, it's what ridiculous. is really going on it's ridiculous that 400 years later we are still fighting the same the same battle. old thing the same old thing the same old thing. That's sad. That's that's a it's sad state that really we are still fight. That we are still like black people as a whole. That we are still fighting to be heard. That we are still fighting for equality. Yeah, like, it's, it's, it's major, and it's not just a. It's not as simple as hey, well, you know, slavery's no more. So what do you want? Or but is it hey, not? You can, can, can we just be real about that? Is slavery right. really no more? It's Look at the really prison no, it's, system. It's, that's Look at exactly the prison right. system. Exactly. That's just right. legalized slavery. Yeah. And 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 state sanctioned lynchings mm-hmm. when you when mm-hmm. you go and you execute yeah. a man that exactly. you come and find out later, oh, that they, they didn't do it. Or you don't really have mm-hmm. the evidence that you think you have or Absolutely. the evidence that you should have. But like it's not as simple as, you know, hey, you can ride in the front of the bus now. What do you want? Or now you can vote. And like couldn't even, I mean, that was just. In it's the, like they get the they, It's like they, they it's always like, oh, here enough. you got these crumbs. Yes. So why yes. are you still complaining? Just enough. I'm exactly. like, this isn't a complaint because let's really be real. If the if the roles were completely reversed, you wouldn't be happy with these crumbs. Exactly. You'd you'd be you'd be rioting in the streets. I mean, heck, you riot when your favorite team loses. So you would definitely be riding in the streets, riding oh, in the girl, streets. They over could, this. They, I mean, they riot when their favorite team wins. Like it gets out of hand. You know what I'm it saying? Absolutely. So it's like, 
Okay. Yo, like, I don't, I mean, the, it's, it's like, this is psychotic. Like how, Psy- why, <laughs> how come we can't just have human beings live and breathe and exist without being looked at like they're less than, mm-hmm. without someone mm-hmm. trying to, to harm them either emotionally or mentally or physically. Physically. Can't yeah. just live and let live. There, there, you, you can't, we can't get full equity in the society that we live in. It's, it's, I'm like, wow. Like it really does. It, it boggles the mind, but you know, our grandmothers and great grandmothers and farther back than that, they all did what they had to do, right? They did what they had they to do. They did exactly what they had to do. And we're going to be here doing exactly what we got to do. I'm really thankful that the, the headspace that I'm in now is not the same headspace that I was in five right. years ago. Because right. I was still very much about not wanting to ruffle feathers Girl, um, not wanting to ruffle white feathers back we then. We cutting the white feathers off. We gonna. Yeah, I'm like, no. <laughs> I was still very much about those gazes. Like, let mm-hmm. me say, you know. And I still, I still got up in arms when there were, you know, over, you know, the Trayvon Martin thing and mm-hmm. and Troy Davis in, in Georgia back in 2011. I was still very vocal about those things. Um, but I still also felt like, hey, you know don't get too mad online. You know what I mean? Because uh, people are going to yeah, right. And I'm like, nope, not anymore. <laughs> just, I know because... She's not I, there anymore. I think for me, Natty, when you were saying, I think for me, I, I finally realized that because I was just like you, I was like, oh, don't don't say that online. Don't post that online. Don't share that because you might offend somebody. Because I, I mean, mm-hmm. I have, I have, this is going to sound so crazy. <laughs> Some of my best friends are white. <laughs> same, same. Like, so it's, so it's I like, also know where those that. friends stand though. Exactly. So I, it wasn't it's even like, them that I was worried about offending. It wasn't Because I knew exactly. what they were about. Exactly. <laughs> but I think for me, what I realized was nobody's going to fight for me. Nobody's going to fight for my children. Nobody's going to fight for my grandchildren. I have to fight for me and for them. And nobody's going to save me. I got to save myself. That's right. So now I'm, I don't, I don't concern myself with ruffling feathers. If you don't like what I post on my page, if you don't like what I, what I tweet, you don't like what, whatever. If you don't like what I say, then you can unfollow, unfriend, all of that. But I'm going to say what's on my heart and what's on my mind. And and if you get offended, that is not my problem. Hey, if you get offended, there's that little X in the corner. You can just X right on out. X right on out. You can X right on out of my social network too. Like, exactly. I'm just, I'm just just not going to do it. I'm not going, I'm not going to apologize. Number one for being black. Number two, I'm not going to apologize for having a voice. And number three, I'm not going to apologize for fighting for my right to be heard. I'm right. not, I'm just not going to do that anymore. I'm not, I'm, I'm done with that. I'm done. Yeah. So anyway, that's what season two was all about. <laughs> yeah. And I'm guessing there's going to be more of the same. We're going to be on the same stuff. Yes. Season three. <laughs> it's good. But let me tell y'all, season three is like, we have already started strategizing for, for season three. And let me just tell y'all, it's bigger, it's harder, it's bigger, it's deeper. 
And so y'all roll with us in season two. And it is our prayer. And I hope that you come back and ride with us for season three. Because mm-hmm. I'm telling y'all, we have just scratched the surface. Yes, we have. That's the what, truth. Like, I mean, like it's really been surface level stuff. But season three, we're going beneath the surface. We're going bigger. We're going harder. We're going deeper. And some people are going to be offended. I can tell you that now. But if you are one of the people that get offended, I suggest that you check yourself. Yeah. Check really? yourself. And, and this see is, and why yeah. you are offended. Exactly. Like, this isn't like, oh, being hostile, like, check yourself before you wreck yourself. It's, mm-hmm. it's like, no, 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 really. Take a pause for a moment. Exactly. And say, wait, why is my nervous system having mm-hmm. this sort of reaction to this? Mm-hmm. Why Absolutely. do I feel triggered right now? Exactly. Why is this making me angry? And you got to be able to answer those questions for yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. It can't just be, oh, I just don't like it. Or I just, that's not a reason. It's like, no, there's something, there's an issue there. And it's like, we're doing our own work here. You asking yourself these questions, if you're someone that's offended by this and actually answering them, that's you Mm -hmm. doing your own work. Absolutely. Because just like we got our own BS to, to unpack, especially if you are not a black woman, if you're listening to this and you're not a black woman, you definitely have your own stuff to unpack. So why not just get to the business of unpacking it? Unpack it, baby. Get it unpacked. And on that note, we are going to wrap it up. It has been so real. Season two has been absolutely amazing. Like I say, we're going to come back with season three with, you know, better, even more in-depth topics, but we will be popping in and out before season three. Um, as officially launches, we'll still be dropping some some tidbits here and there, you know. So you'll still be hearing from us, and yeah, it's been real, y'all. I have thoroughly enjoyed it. I know Natty has, and yes. we're gonna miss y'all. But you know, like I said, we're gonna be popping in with some bonus episodes and some little tidbits here and there. We hope you guys have an amazing holiday. I know Thanksgiving is coming up, Christmas is coming up, New Year's Eve, all that good stuff. We won't be here for that. But um, yeah, it's been real. And thank y'all so mm-hmm. much for hanging with us, for riding with us. Definitely. We got to walk it like we talk it. We're talking about taking a break, so we're going to take a break. Exactly. <laughs> that That's part. We'll take it back, though. <laughs> All right, guys, we out of here. We love y'all. Thanks for yes. tuning in. Thank you.